This is a story for those who wish that they could truly read between the lines of the book they were reading and see the world of the story through the eyes of the author. For those who wish that they could make nonfiction from fiction. For those who wish that dreams were true. This is a story of a group of wayward friends who came together from the far reaches of two worlds to come together and to help make dreams reality. This is Hazeltown Story. Hello and welcome to Hazeltown Story episode 16. Um, we are now actually starting to get into kind of the meat of the story. Uh, so if you need a kind of brief uh, summary of what we are been doing, uh, we have been uh, tasked by Theron to take a look at how exactly those lenses, the right orbs from the first arc, uh, how powerful they are essentially. And uh, our group uh, placed a bunch in a national park and um, basically ran afoul, well, not ran afoul, but basically um, came across the curiosity of a D-Pass, which is uh, Hazeltown in the uh, Council of Sea Bear Nations uh, primary uh, I guess law enforcement, although they're not really police, they're more of a uh, first responder safety division, um, at least what they ran into. Uh, but basically, have kind of struck their curiosity, and basically, um, one of the head uh, rangers at the park uh, kind of came across them and basically are looking into it. Uh, and we basically just left off after meeting him. Uh, by him, I mean the kind of the main point of contact, which is one Sergeant Tobias Moon, or Tobias Moon, uh, who uh, basically tried to take a look to it and accidentally fried a few of the magic lenses. Um, but nonetheless, uh, that is kind of what we've been doing so far. Uh, this game has been basically the players of this game. We got uh, Carnival playing UR Governor. You have uh, Deathmaster playing Bobby. Uh, you are being kind of a former uh, South Seas pirate uh, and who has come to Hazeltown to try and find a new life. Bobby, who is uh, described by some as a sleaze elemental, who is basically a giant dragon man who uh, basically is trying to wheel and deal a whole lot. And you also have Torpetyphus playing Aravia, the chaos cow, I guess. Um so, yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, when I uh, when we held this session, uh, I was I was kind of at the tail end of kind of suffering from some illness during the week. So I it, this is not my greatest DMing. I'll go ahead and say um, I actually had to cut out a good uh, amount of bit at the beginning because. It's actually something, since this is actually me trying to figure out uh, my skills as a DM, I am not good, or at least I need to very improve a whole lot on uh, basically doing some exposition that involves me like referring to multiple other characters. And that's something I don't, I should always try and have it that um, when I'm actually doing the DMing session with other people, that if they're not really involved, I probably shouldn't have them, like I should probably keep those aside. Which is actually something I'm going to be testing out with this episode. I am actually going to kind of do a brief summary of what exactly happened rather than actually show what we did in the session uh, to make it a little bit cleaner and also to kind of elaborate on certain other things. 
so yeah um there's that but uh after we have this brief introduction uh we will actually be getting into the episode itself so um with that uh let us go into a kind of summary of what happened directly after their meeting after their meeting with Deepass, Theron encouraged Sergeant Toby Moon to join him in a meeting at the Hazeltown Library. There, he showed Sergeant Moon the recording of the previous session and the results of it. Primarily out of curiosity, Sergeant Moon agreed to join them uh, in a scrying session. Sergeant Moon and his head of subordinates replaced some of the lost magic lenses, although it turns out that that wasn't necessary, uh, basically necessary because they'd already gotten a decent amount of footage. After Sergeant Moon, Yuhar, Bobby, and Aravia um, gathered at the Hazeltown Library, it was determined actually that for their session, that Rhapsody would be a good companion for them. It turns out that this actually is good for two reasons. Namely, Rhapsody is actually familiar with Sergeant Moon and actually a good friend of them, of theirs, because Sergeant Moon, as a hobby, is kind of an inspiring musician. Uh, he plays the guitar and tries to be get better at his vocals, but uh, yeah, he's still kind of working on that. But uh, Toby and Rhapsody are actually pretty good friends. Uh, the second reason being that Toby would not be able to be uh, put under by Rhapsody's audio magic. You see, Toby has a disease called kinomyeloma, which prevents certain magical event or certain magical sp uh, spells to not be able to take effect on him and he would need to be put under by stronger magic, that being our Dr. Lomi being able to put him under. So Rhapsody would not be needed, so Rhapsody could actually join them on their adventure. After they decided that, the group was put under, and basically using the audio lenses that they had collected from the park, they had all entered a collective their collective vision. We leave off, or we start, basically, as soon as they had been put under. So at this point, um, you all kind of feel like you all start to feel like you are all individually in a little bit of kind of a open room. Like you all feel like you are in a kind of a haze. Uh, and in there, you see basically a woman sitting at a desk uh, with a book. And it is the same book that was on that table. Um, and the woman there is uh, basically looks like hominid uh, with pointed ears and green or green skin and green hair. Uh, Aravia, you would recognize her as Bibli, uh, the ghost from the last uh, kind of session. Uh, and basically she says, hello, everyone. Uh, I'm going to be your host, Bibli, for this evening. Uh, I am here to guide you through the Sapphires Lake National Park. And Theron has asked me, or Theron has asked me to find a kind of point in time throughout the last couple of weeks that might be a good way to illustrate what how far these cameras can see. Um, and don't worry, I have found a rather interesting evening. Uh, one that can actually benefit myself. And with that, uh, you all kind of goes dark, it kind of goes dark for a sec, but then it comes, uh, basically you start to see a kind of a bright light 
and you kind of, once the light kind of dissipates, uh, you all see that you are standing in the parking lot of the Sapphire's Lake Park. And around you, you can hear a lot of commotion. Um, and when you take a look around, uh, you happen to notice one kind of key thing. Um, when you look down at your body, you notice that it is slightly transparent. And also you I'm feel dying. slightly lighter than what you did before. Uh, you also see uh, Bibli standing right in front of you. And basically she says, welcome to the Sapphire's Lake National Park on a Friday night. Tonight is a concert for, for what I believe the magazines are referring to as a progressive rock group called Revelry that I have heard the kids in this library talk about, and I want to hear them. So I am going to go watch the concert and you can do whatever you want. And she basically heads off to essentially the amphitheater from the park last time. Uh, so, uh, yes, you are all in the Sapphire and basically as she walks away, she looks was like, oh yes, uh, you all have no corporeal form here. Uh, you can all take a look at things. You can hear things and you can, you can basically see, you can hear, and that's about it. You will not be able to interact with anything. So don't try it, but you can see. So I guess, uh, go wild. I'm going to go to the concert, and then she leaves. Bobby will pull out one of his ghost cigars now, I guess, and light it. Oh. Okay. Mmm. That's the good stuff. Can't imagine it's that satisfying if it's not real. Your mind makes it real. Okay. It's very real. Could you just leave? Yeah, I'm leaving. Ah. I'm, no, I'm gone. Later. Goodbye. And okay. Ravia just heads back towards the feeding area. Uh, to the what area? The feeding area, wherever. It was. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Where you put the where you put the orb? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you head there. So basically, at this point, uh, it is, uh, you. Uh, basically, it's you are. It's Bobby. It is Rhapsody and Toby. Uh, to which, uh, Rhapsody is used to this. She's done it a few times before, so she's not really phased by it. Uh, Toby is, however, looking kind of uh, down and looking around. He's like, yeah, I think this is, I remember I was here on duty that night. And he's kind of like, um, like kind of looking around is like, yeah, this is kind of where this is a pretty good representation. Um oh. We don't have to worry about some weird never shall pass selves beat thing, right? Well, um, basically, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out about that. So you, you all, so basically you three were not there that night. However, uh, Toby might be. So we will see about that. Um, but, um, I will let you all decide where you want to go. So basically uh, you have the amphitheater where the concert is going around. Uh, you have the kind of lakeside area where there's kind of um, the boat rental area and where uh, kind of that little sitting area that looks over the lake. 
you have the feeding area. Uh, you have the um, kind of area where there's a few campsites, like you play place to put tents, and also uh, there is a open field that you can go. Um, so, um, where all would you want to go? I'll let DM hmm. take first pick. Oh, dang it. Uh, Bobby's not just this will displease this Ravia. Bobby will also head to the feeding area. All right. And Yuhar's going to follow them, follow, follow him then, because it's like, is this ghost thing is weird. All right. So you all kind of effortlessly glide over to where the feeding area is. Like it takes real time, but you all kind of walk over there. Um, and basically, um, Rhapsody chooses to kind of, um, she's kind of like, oh, I've, I've ever, I've heard about this pen, but I've never seen him. I'm going to go join Bibli. Uh, so she's walking over to the, the amphitheater and Toby just kind of has the idea of basically, you know, I'm curious about something. And he walks off as well. Um, so basically you walk over to, so basically you all end up at the feeding area again. Yes. Why did you follow me? I ain't following you. I'm looking for something very specific. Wanted to check up on one of my boys. It's a rare opportunity. Aravia's just going to float up the big tree. Okay. So, yep, you go over there and you see um, where the... So, in the feeding area, uh, there is... No one's really there. Uh, Everyone, most of the people are at the concert. Uh, It is at night. Um, so the area is actually lit, so, uh, it's not like it's pitch black, um, but you can see the general area. And as you climb up the tree, you can in fact see where the orb is and it is climb and more ascend. Well, yeah, I, I imagine that you're doing the counter-strike ladder thing of you're just kind of just moving upwards along the tree. 100% Iravia has taken incredibly well to this and is just doing that. Just the source engine glide up a ladder. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Um so yeah, you see um do you go all the way to the top? All the way to the top. Uh, also as far I am away not... from Bob B as possible. Uh also uh I am not going to uh make you roll for anything because you are a ghost. I am a ghost. Uh so yeah. Uh, you go to the top of the tree and you have a very good look at the at the park. Um, you can see at the amphitheater, there is the concert. Uh, you can also kind of vaguely hear it. Uh, to you, it is mostly noise. Uh, to some, it is art. Uh, and basically, you see a whole bunch of people around the crowd. Uh, also around the park, you see uh, kind of randomly lit areas as people have tents and all that. Um, also, also, really, really quick. What year is this supposed to be relative to ours? 1970. Exactly. Around there, yes. Okay, I was gonna say if it's the mid 70s, then Aravi is more of a punk person. Uh, so it's plus or minus. It's 1970 plus or minus uh, eight years. Yeah. Okay. Aravi is more of a punk person. She likes noise. Yep. You hired uh, the disco. So. Yep. Um, so from there, is there any particular area you want to check out? Uh, since I'm up here and taking in the sights, 
What about that secret area? Is there anything going on over there? Uh, hmm. So, I guess from this distance, so it is actually kind of far away. I, I, I am actually going to make you. Would I see lights or smoke? Um, if you're just taking a casual look, uh, you would actually see something over there. You would see a faint bit of light. God damn it. Um. So yes, the you would see a faint bit of light. Well, guess what? I know where I'm going. I'm not going to tell any of the others about this. I'm just going to head that way. Well, I'm sure we can see you float off that direction. So <laughs> I'm high up right now. Us, y'all fucking sourced up the goddamn tree too. Might as well. I I just imagine, <laughs> like, it's a very kind of a Hello Gordon kind of scene <laughs> up there. Of like just three people just randomly standing in a weird crouching position on top of this tree. Well, um, hello, Robbie. Oh, yes. Yeah, Bobby will just, just watch this from the ground and watch them float off. Okay. Um, so I guess you kind of kind of project yourself so you kind of have a really weirdly floating arc back down to the ground as you kind of descend, go over to the to the uh, little area over in the island. Um, exactly. So, uh, I guess while you while you do that, uh, Bobby, what were you trying to do? Bobby was checking out a couple employees of his. He had people in the park passing out flyers. Okay. Wanted um, to make sure they were working hard. Actually, how how about this? Um, uh. But before you actually glide down from the tree, uh, you hear a rustling below you. Uh, do you choose to investigate the rustling or do you choose to um, uh, go over there instead? I'm leaving because it means I'm away from Bobby. I want to see what that light is. but do you, do, you, or do you want to sit here, figure out what this rustling is, or do you want to go over the island first? I was going over the island first. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have you just kind of glide over there. Uh, so, you glide over and you come across the... Um, you come across the path and you hear... Uh, basically, you go over there and you kind of hear in the very faint distance uh, a very low-quality kind of... Sounds like some sort of music play. Uh, like, as you get to that little thing of trees with the arrow next to it uh you basic mm -hmm. you basically can hear like music play okay uh so do you do you just want to go in yeah of course or, like, go go the they can see me i'm a ghost yeah okay well. so uh you head over and you basically see in there that there are three tents and you also see in in kind of that far corner where you found like where it looks like the rocks were in the campfire, you find a campfire. And by the campfire, you see, um, let's see, let me do the count. You see six people next to the campfires passed out. Anything around them? Uh, nothing in particular. Uh, outside of a few, let's see. Um, you see, uh, no, you don't see anything in particular next to it. 
Okay. Well, I meant next to the people. Uh, next to oh, next to people. There's nothing really that uh, would indicate um, what uh, they would like. What um, anything next to them. Okay. Uh, the one thing you do see is that you do notice is that inside they are all kind of sitting around the uh, circle around the fire. Uh, you notice that there is a kind of a spot where someone could be sitting uh, that is missing. Hmm. Okay. Um. So, is there anything else you want to kind of take a look at, real quick? Oh yeah, just give the the campsite a quick once over. Okay. Uh, so you float or kind of go over by one of the tents, uh, and you something catches your eye. Uh, you see someone uh, that is kind of. You see a, um, let's see, you see a, I would say somewhat middle-aged looking uh, raccoon man uh, laying on the ground, uh, bleeding, who has been passed out. Uh, he is basically, he looks like he's been smacked on the back of the head. Oh. Oh, this is bad. Yuhar, I think something might not be good here. Yeah, we might want to go find the others. Okay. You can go to the concert. Fine. But, um, so uh, also, I'll let you. Uh, I'll just let you know this in case you want to check. Um, as you kind of leave, you kind of see if you can poke into the tents. Uh, all they're kind of they're all kind of closed. Uh, but you don't have any mechanism to see to open them. Essentially, they are kind of they're like in a game where the there it's just a texture. Like you try and like unzip it, but there's nothing there to unzip because there's no way to see inside. Correct. Uh, so you, that is all what you see in that, uh, that kind of clearing. Uh, so is there any particular way, uh, other way? So, uh, also DM, are you just, you're just handing up, you're basically just checking things out. You're not doing anything particular that we need to Pretty see. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Torpo and the, uh, Carnival, you all, you both head back to the concert where, uh, there you see, uh, Kind of, you kind of see the crowd kind of looking in, uh, but kind of on top of a hill, uh, almost kind of standing out in a little bit. Uh, you see uh, Bibli and uh, Rhapsody kind of sitting uh, by each other and just looking at the concert. Uh, so uh, they and then basically Rhapsody kind of says, like, oh, hey, uh, do you see anything interesting? Someone got beat over the back of their head. Uh, Rhapsody kind of opens uh, opens her wide, eyes wide. Is like, wait, what? Yeah, well, there's a small like clearing over in, by the lake, and we found it earlier. It looks like some weird cult thing, but basically there was a person laying with their head beaded. And basically, she's kind of looking. Is like, that's horrible. Um, and Bibli just kind body of still looks good enough to, for someone to. Body's good enough to put in a coffin. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and then basically, well, also I'll, I'll say it. Basically, he got hit, but he's not like he'll be. Basically, uh, eventually someone will get to him. Okay. Like it's not like caved in. He basically got smacked, basically enough to knock him out. Ah, so just a concussion. Yes. He's not. He's not doing like he's not like good but he's not dead okay um so basically uh bibli's just kind of been minding her own uh and basically uh after kind of a while she's kind of looks back he was like 
Huh. Well, if we get everyone together, I can kind of uh, see what's going on over there. Uh, go quick find, uh, uh, since it's just you two, go quick find that uh, the D-Pass oh, guy and find, uh, go find Bobby. I thought Aravia stayed at the site. Oh, Aravia stayed. Okay. So uh, go find, go find Aravia and go find everyone else and bring them over here. Aravia's at the site, so still, so. Well, we need her over here. Uh, we need to be all together for me to uh, do this, or it's going to potentially cause some issues. Oh, we can't be having any desync. Yep. Okay, so Yuhar's going to head over that way then. Uh, so you're heading over to... Um, uh, you're heading over to the site again? Yeah. All right, uh, so... Uh, Aravia, is there anything in particular you want to see by the campsite that you can kind of see if you have an open eye that you, or like something that's out in the open? Yeah, I'll take a closer look at the people and see if I can figure out anything on going on with them. Okay. Uh, so you kind of, you kind of try and like reach into their pocket. Uh, and uh, weirdly enough, you actually can open up their pockets. And uh, for a few of them, you can actually find uh, some identification on them. Uh, so one of the people that's uh, by there is a, they are a, uh, let's see, they are a kind of a uh, mid-20ish, or basically he's a mid, looks mid-20s. Uh, he is a lynx person, a gray fur, um, kind of a toned body, uh, long red hair. Uh, and in there, you actually find, not only do you find his ID, uh, you see that his name is Simon Hawk. You also find a press, pa uh, press pass on him hmm. uh, that uh, on there it's listed. Uh, his name is Simon, or basically on his ID, you see that it is Simon Hawk with his um, his tribe name is Screeching Robin. Uh, and you find that out about him. Uh, another person that you see, you see a uh, early 20s, uh, kind of a bald kind of uh, average looking uh, person with um, uh, basically uh, kind of has some uh, like heavy makeup on that kind of makes them look kind of warlockish. Uh, they are kind of dressed up in a robe. Uh, there is nothing you can find on them. Uh, the, on, um, the only thing that you can see is you can see that they are carrying a book. Uh, and that book is I had it written down. Uh, let's see. Um, the book is uh, High Priest by Timothy Leary. Okay. Um, it, it, that's basically what you can see. Is you can see that that, that is the book. Um, another person that you can see, you can find. Uh, you see another kind of uh, another a probably late, like very early twenties, late tw uh, late like teens, uh, kind of white human or light hominid, uh, uh, lady, uh, that's kind of, kind of slim, uh, but blonde hair. Uh, you see that she has a, her, she actually has a, uh, Steinwald university student ID on her. And you can see that her name is Carrie key. You also come across a, um, kind of, middle-aged uh black hominid uh that kind of has a kind of a bad body or like a dad bod and like 
shaggy mm-hmm. uh, salt and pepper hair. Uh, you find actually a uh, an imp- like a temporary ID that's usually given uh, f- uh, a temporary ID uh, that has his name as Leland Free. Uh, you can also tell that he is an immigrant from the United States. Okay. Uh, you see also a uh, bit late early twenties uh, chipmunk, uh, uh, chipmunk lady uh, with brown fur, uh, average kind of body shape, uh, long brown hair, uh, with glasses, and you can also tell she also has a student ID. Uh, her name is Piper Sparrow, mm-hmm. and you also find a uh, kind of a uh, average looking, uh, basically. Probably mid thirties, uh, lion man with a kind of a red mane, um, and his name is Marquis Butler. Okay. Uh, you also see that he is uh, on here. You also you find that you actually find that he is uh, on. He is here uh, from the Moon Breacon region. Okay. Uh, so there you can. There is the kind of the people that are sitting around. Okay. Um. Uh. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, there is also uh, you can't. There is. I'll say this. Uh, there is also some. Uh, there are a few plates. There, there is a table that also has a few plates on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks like there is also some uh, kind of small canisters that uh, look like they. Um, basically, they had something in them, but th- what was in them before has kind of been. Uh, like used. Yeah, so it's uh, not about unlikelier. Uh, you, yeah, you you can tell though that some of them were slightly. Um, there, you find uh, somewhat of a powdery substance in one of them. Ooh, you can see like residue of something white in there. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. Um. Yeah. So that is what you can kind of see over there. Okay. Well, I think that's enough of everyone else's time taken up. All right. Uh, so, uh, you are your. Uh, I take it you were on your head, way over there. Yeah, I was over on my way over there. Um. Oh, actually, one other thing. Did you want to take a look at the body that was you found bleeding? Yeah. I'll, yeah. 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 Um. You uh basically find on him. Uh, you f- actually find in uh, he is wearing a coat that has a lot of pockets on it, and you actually find on is kind of a lot of them are empty. Uh, you find in, uh, basically you find on here basically the ID kind of alone. Uh, you also find mm-hmm. some mon- like loose cash on him. You also find his ID in a kind of a hidden spot, uh, and on there you can tell that he is. Uh, his name is Byron Nielsen. Uh, he is a, uh, it's listed that he is uh, like, he is 47. Uh, he is definitely a raccoon person with kind of long, dark brown hair. And that he is a, like, he's a resident of the area. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Uh, so I take you, are you coming in? Yep. Okay. Did uh, you want to kind of discuss what you found? Yeah, well, I'm sure we just trip. I ask about it, but just in that happens off screen. Cause... You just kind of have the, you don't have any particular questions. You just have the, or do you want to check anything out for yourself? I'd rather wait till we had everyone else for more big stuff. 
So all right, all right. Uh, yeah, we need to keep. We need to meet up everybody so we can investigate this more directly and not. They, they, they can't just come over here. I asked. I didn't feel like prodding. Do Do I really need to go there? Do you want to experiment? Do you want to be the test subject for experimental magic nonsense? You know what? You've got a point. I just. Oh no! It the music it lacks energy. I mean, yes, but it'll be we we won't be there for long, probably. But nobody's even gonna get injured. Jeez. Okay, so you, I take it, you both kind of head over to the area. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so you need to find Bobby and uh and uh Toby because you all both kind of meet up with Rapsy, seeing if they found anyone. Uh, so um. You kind of, uh, uh, basically at that point, uh, you kind of meet up with Billy again. And then basically, uh, she says, it's like, do you have, did you find the others? No, we're looking for them now. Uh, uh, Rhapsody just kind of, um, she kind of, uh, goes over or basically says, you know, I think I saw Toby kind of go over by the feeding area. Uh, yeah, you know or... what? I'll get the rabbit if you get Bobby. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, Aravia, you head over to the feeding area. Free and basically, uh, basically, you go over there and you see Toby kind of stand, uh, basically standing in the middle looking at one of the trees. Hey, Rentacup, what you thinking about? Uh, basically, uh, he just kind of he just kind of looks at you and then He's like, come here. And basically points to the tree. And she's like, he's like, take a look at this. I'm curious what's going to happen now. Uh, in which you see, um, or basically he's in there. He's like, yeah, I, I'm waiting for, waiting for something. Okay. Uh, just wait. It should be, he looks at his watch. It should be right about now. And then basically you hear rustling over in the distance. And you see, um, walking over in the feeding area is Toby, the actual person, Toby. Oh, hey, look, it's a real Renacop. He just kind of looks at you and just kind of gives a, sl- a slide eye and just kind of ignores what you're saying. And so basically he's like, yeah, what's going to happen now is this is when I took off one of these, uh, this is before I took or before I took off one of the uh, um, little orb things. So I'm curious to see what happens. But why are you curious? Well, if are this is some kind of narcissist. Well, no, I see word for you. Well, this is a um, this is where I took off one of the orbs. And if the orbs are kind of judging what we're seeing, then what's your wondering oh, if it's to go dark? Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, now that I think about it, which is an impressive task, uh, that would probably explain why we couldn't get into the tents. Well, uh, I'm going to, I'm. this is when I went and climbed up the tree, so let's find out. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to follow, and then she just starts sourcing up alongside Toby. Okay. Real Toby. Just because she can. Uh, okay. <laughs> So you kind of stay there or you kind of go up the thing, the thing, and basically you watch him climb up and take the lower of the two uh, that you plant on the tree. 
And basically, you go up and you see him find the uh, orb. And basically, he sits it and he just kind of fiddles with it. He's like, and you hear him say, okay, what, what, what the hell is this thing? And you see him kind of take off the tree. And then all of a sudden, you see uh, the thing start to fizzle in his hand a little bit. Uh, and then you start to see to emit smoke for about a second. And then he just disappears. Like as if he was never there. God, if only it were so easy. Uh, and Toby's just sitting there like, huh, that's weird. Can't believe well, he just d- disappeared. Yeah, I, I guess these things are doing what they're supposed to do. All right, did Removing you find anything? you from reality? Well, the, well, I don't think this is reality. I think this is a, a replay of reality. Yeah, sure, okay. All right, did you find anything? Uh, dude with his skull bashed in. Uh, Toby just kind of looks over, kind of looks at you and Craig's just like, Hey, what? You heard me. Where? You know, over in that, that secret spot. I Much people are passed out over there, too. He just kind of thinks it's like, Okay, I knew that there were the, probably those damn drug users again. Um, they had some white powder. I bet they did. Um, usually they just kind of kept themselves, but I guess they're starting to get into starting to actually get in the like trouble. Okay. Um, where are they? That you said they're in their, they're kind of, uh, they're in that kind of area that you found. Yeah. But unfortunately we need to go meet up with the rest of the concert. All right. Uh, I guess I'll head over there. Such a lame concert. There's not even any fucking. It, basically, he just kind of chooses to overhear what you just said. <laughs> uh, and you basically walk back to uh, where uh, Rhapsody and Billy are. Uh, so, Bobby, where where ha- where are you at this moment? Yeah, Bobby has been standing in the feed court, watching a couple of his employees when Yuhar walks up. You've just been sitting here watching your... You're awful. You are awful if you're just watching your your micromanaging through using time to micromanage. Ah, not micromanaging. Here, come look at this. Right, sure. Look at I'll these boys it. work. Look how hard they're shilling my merchandise. This is why I pay them the good bucks. Okay. Anyway, we time need to... Time and time hit- again, I appreciate Bob B's <laughs> amazing ability to do fucking nothing. <laughs> He's done nothing this campaign. <laughs> but I, I Bob, that might change in a little bit, but we'll see. But Bobby, we need to head back. Uh, we found at that clearing, someone got their got beat beat over in that clearing area, and so we need to get the group together to do weird magic shit to see if we can investigate that bit more. Why? This is the park. There's bodies all around here. Get a shovel, I can show you a few of them. While you're correct about that, these also had some weird powder, so... <laughs> weird powder, sure. Aren't you a pirate? I was a courier as a pirate. Never partake mm. of the package. Oh, I understand that, too. 
have a pot take of the product, but still, that I guarantee you that powder ain't that mysterious. It's better this way. Again, we have the cop here. Let let's keep the thing on the plausible deniability. Ugh, you're right. Damn fools bringing the pigs in. All right, let's go. Okay, so you all meet up, um, and basically, Bibby Bibby just kind of stands up and says, "All right, well, if we think that there is probably some sort of incident, um, I should have the data to be. Or we should have, if we can see here, uh, we should be able to check uh, probably a few hours back, and that should be able to let us see what was happening at that point. Um, so, uh." What I need to, everyone to do is just stand still for one moment. And then basically you see uh, Bibli kind of focus. Uh, and basically she kind of reaches her book and just kind of pages through, through it a little bit. And then she kind of just goes to a page and it's like, and just kind of rubs her hand kind of over it. And you see that she, her hands kind of start to glow. And basically she says, okay, um, just... It's going to go dark for a sec, but it's going to be fine afterwards. And then basically, uh, as you see, like if you looked at her hand while she was doing it, she kind of closed her hand. And as she was closing her hand, uh, basically your vision started to go dark. But then after a second, it started to light up. And as you were all standing by the amphitheater, uh, you see that basically uh, everyone was, you basically see the uh, amphitheater is kind of no longer has the amount of people there. And you see that it is kind of basically it looks like everything is being set up for this concert. Uh, and it is slightly less like it is just maybe after sunset. Um, so it is starting to get dark, but it is not quite dark. Like it's not fully dark yet. Like it was at the concert. Um, All right. And basically every uh, basically you see everyone. Like everyone there is basically. um. Like you're you're all just standing there at this in this little corner, uh, so basically Toby kind of shakes his head a little bit and just kind of getting used to having the thing black out for a second. It's like, all right, let's go over there, and then basically uh, all I think that's all seven of you, all six, 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 yeah, yeah, six. yeah. six. Um, all six of you kind of source over to the. Over to the island. I uh, love that that's become a thing. Just <laughs> that that you all just kind of float over to the uh, area where they, you found the bodies, uh, and basically uh, at that point you see uh, you see basically uh, someone sitting on a chair, or you see uh, you see the um, the. Uh, raccoon, basically the raccoon man that got his head or basically got knocked out. Uh, he is sitting on a chair, uh, kind of looking like he's minding his own business on the island, uh, and he has a book that he is reading. Um, so, uh, it, is there anyone uh, like basically is there anything you want to check? I want to check that you... book. Sure, yeah. Uh, you see that the book is. Uh, you kind of just kind of like look like you don't look the crouch. You're trying to see it through his hand, what the name of the book is. Uh, and you can tell that the name of the book is, uh, it is the psychedelic experience by Timothy Leary. 
Oh god, now I remember that name exactly. Why? God, this is awful. Oh yeah. god, Timothy Leary was crazy. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you saw the, see that he is reading that book. And uh, do you want to check more about him, or do you want to head into the camp? Oh, look him over. Okay. Um, so basically you, you can't really tell anything, uh, particular about him. Uh, you can eventually, he does eventually, uh, pull out, um, he does eventually pull out, uh, what you see as a cigarette, but you probably know exactly what it is. Yeah. He's uh, smoking a, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He, yep. Yep. He just lights one up on the chair. And Look, basically seen himself. a drug or two in her time. Yeah, you can tell that it is a hand roll joint, essentially. Uh, uh, and he also he's... notices. He goes, <laughs> yep. Bobby would know. Fella and pulls out another cigar. I, I like mm. to imagine that basically it is you pulling out the cigar thing, uh, but then you take like the cigar out and it's like uh, some like early 3D game where the cigar has a case has the exact same amount of cigars in it. I like to imagine that every time Bobby stops thinking about the cigar, though, it disappears in his animation resets. Probably. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, you basically see him. He is having a time uh, and he looks like he is waiting for someone. Can't believe he's reading a book while about smoking a fat one. That's (laughs) I was going to say a lot more than I was going to say that one has a lot more to do just smoking a fat one. No, that's yeah. Timothy Leary. That is... Boy, those episodes of the dollop were certainly... I, I just looked him up real quick, quick, and I enjoy one quote, which is the hero of the American consciousness. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Look, I'm just saying, reading about getting high while getting high is certainly something. Yes. Um... I would like to point out that in historical t- context, uh, Timothy Leary did uh, like the book High Priest is about him trying to uh, sell the idea of drug use as a religion. So, yeah, no, I kind of once I once I recognize the name, it's like all oh, this clicked. Oh no, oh no. Yeah. Uh, so as you're all standing there, uh. And basically, Toby's just kind of looking at him. He's trying to see if he recognizes. It. He's like, he just, he just kind of is. Uh, he's like, I think I've seen him before. And also, he is completely unfazed by him smoking cigarette, like the doobie. He's a cop, of course. Can't believe. This... Also, also, this is I can't believe he's reading about getting high while getting high. What kind of fucking nerd does that? Clearly, this one. You've never met these people before, have you? No. I've seen them around these camps before, or like these uh, parks before, but usually usually we just kind of sense that they're distributing and just kind of let them, like, kind of give them the, like, you shouldn't be doing this, and they usually just kind of go away. Uh, but I guess we're going to have a more interesting experience here look i'm just saying if you're gonna do it do it don't be don't be a chump uh so as you're all standing there uh you happen to see someone that you recognize as you you see uh 
you see uh, two people take a boat, or basically, uh, you see uh, someone take a boat that has uh, three people on there, and you see on the boat you have, uh, let's let me pull up the names again. Uh, you see uh, Leland Free, uh, the uh, elder uh, black hominid, or hominid. Uh, you see uh, Piper Sparrow, and you see Carrie uh, Carrie Key. Uh, kind of the two uh, students uh, walk in or basically kind of uh, take a boat up to the thing and uh, basically uh, uh, you see Byron kind of uh, say to uh, to Leland, and it's like it basically you see him kind of wave and it's like uh, and basically Leland just kind of waves back uh, and then you hear Byron say all right ladies you got something over here or basically all right ladies um for some reason i'm just blanking on what out phrases he's like what's the code uh to which they say swordfish sure they say swordfish um or 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 how about this uh they say the swordfish the sword the the swordfish they fucking swims. struggle with it yeah, basically, they're like, oh god, what, what was it? The sword, the sword, the swordfish swims deep. The falcon flies high. There. What a terrible password. Uh, so and and then Byron just kind of smiles. Is like, all right, follow the arrow and just go on in. Welcome to the Cassiopeia. Uh, and basically they go down the path. The Cassiopeia. Well, it, well, welcome to uh. Welcome to Cassiopeia, probably. No, no, no. This is this is all in character. Ravi is genuinely confused why you would name something like this. Uh, basically, Toby says, "I I can't quite remember why they're named." Uh, all these. Oh wait, that's right. He was smoking a doobie. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um. So basically, you see them walk in, and then Leland just kind of. Uh, you see. Leland just kind of in the boat, just kind of go past or go back. Uh, Byron just, and then Byron just continues to read and enjoy his blunt. Uh, So basically, does anyone have any ideas for what they want to do? So we can't. Normally in these situations, I'd go in guns blazing, but since that's not an option, I guess we could just go and follow in. It's not like they can do anything to harm us or then... Yeah, they they still cannot see you or anything. So why not just follow in and wait for someone to have a bad trip? Okay. So you follow. Nope. Oh. Oh, I was just gonna say before you do that, just on the bright side, it doesn't seem like there's any bad blood, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. This is kind of boringly peaceful. I'm disappointed. Uh. So basically, um. Basically, uh, as you all walk in, uh, Rhapsody just kind of pipes up and is like, you know, uh, I'm going to sit out here and see if anyone else comes. Uh, you all go on ahead. Okay, um, sure. So she'll be sitting out there while you uh, you four go in. Uh, Bibli is also sitting there. Uh, she is looking over the shoulder trying to read along with the book. Uh, I can understand more in her case because she can't get high. Actually, I wonder if this is actually the only domain in which she can get high as the ghost realm. Huh, she is a ghost. Bar- 
She needs to ask Bobby about some cigars. Um, yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, <laughs> actually, how about this? Uh, you see, before you leave, you see Bibli uh, try and reach into his pocket uh, where he pulled out the joint, and she pull he she pulls out another one, uh, and uh, she basically waits for him to uh, light up another one and win, or basically. He has his run out, and then eventually he tries and takes another one. Uh, and basically, uh, or how about this? Uh, Bully takes one out of his pocket, and then as she looks, he's like, uh, "He's like, well, I can't." Or, actually, what am I doing? Uh, yeah, she takes one out, and then with her finger, uh, she kind of like, like does a thumbs up, and at the end of the thumbs up is a uh, basically a light, or basically a, a little flame, which she uses to light up. And she oh. basically looks at it and she's like, have fun. Yeah, Ravi ain't one to judge. Uh, so you all uh, walk in to the camp. In the camp, uh, you basically see that it is, in fact, rather peaceful. Uh, and you see the, um, basically, you see the uh, two, uh, two students kind of are talking to a, uh, older uh an older raccoon uh lady that you did not see around the same age as byron uh that basically uh she is talking to the two students uh that she is a person that you do not recognize uh from the area or like from your original like view of the yeah, area she was the missing spot possibly um but you see uh them talking but you uh also see that uh Basically, you see everyone uh, that was uh, kind of around there is all kind of congregating. And uh, also, you happen to see um, in there is basically, uh, or basically, you see that uh, two of the tents are actually open. Uh, so you could actually peer inside them. Um, but you do also see everyone else uh, kind of around the circle. Uh, basically, well, the, with the exception of Leland, and but you see the other people around them that you saw. Um, except there is also another person uh, that you see uh, that uh, wasn't there originally. Um, that was, uh, she is a, a young or probably around uh, kind of, uh, basically a late teens, early twenties. Uh, she is uh, a white yominid, uh, kind of pretty thin uh, with a blonde pixie haircut. And she is talking to, having a good conversation with uh, several of the other members that were sitting there. Anything interesting or is it just small talk? Uh, you see that the plates that had the th containers were in there are not there yet. Oh, I meant the conversation. Uh, the conversation, uh, it is... Um, I would say it is probably a sophomore level, uh, like maybe so like maybe not even sophomore, maybe like a freshman level philosophy discussion. Oh, oh no. God, they're these people. Uh, and basically a uh, brief discussion of like the kind of like God's watching over us kind of discussion. What is with people and gods? Jesus. I don't know. It's just the the hunt for the unknown, um, the quest for finding meaning in this existence. Yeah. Uh, shut up. 
Uh, also, you can see... Was it specifically about, like, living gods? Or, or was it... Like, what do you mean by living gods? Uh, like, the whole thing that we dealt with with that other cult, who were about the, yes. the living gods or whatever. Yes, it, it is of that ilk, I will say. Oh, good. Um, also, by the campfire, where you originally saw, like, the uh, scraped-over, like, logo that you found, mm -hmm. uh, you do see a much clearer picture of three eyes drawn in the sand. God damn it. Um, so also, uh, one thing that you can see is you see uh, Simon Hawk. Uh, he is kind of, he is having a uh, interview with the bald, um, the bald uh, kind of uh, mid-20s person who with, mm -hmm. with the impressive makeup, uh, basically, uh, he is having a discussion with them over uh, basically, you can kind of, tell you're not listening fully closely but you can tell that it is a discussion of what exactly uh cassiopeia is meant to be and basically uh it's kind of like at the tail end of this of the uh, interview where they're just kind of talking over th it's kind of like if you get like at the very tail end of a conversation you can't quite tell what's going on so you just hear words but they kind of you can't quite parse them out mm. like basically all blah 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 to you Okay. Um, so yeah. Um you just kind of observe that there's they're just kind of having a discussion at this point. Um the and basically you see that the two students are kind of uh walking over them. Uh and then basically uh after a little while that you kind of sit there and just kind of watch them converse. Uh basically uh you all you all kind of get together, like all the four people that kind of went over there. And Toby's just kind of like, yeah, I don't, they don't seem to be doing anything. Like, I don't see where anyone, any, like, what can be going on? Uh, I don't, you said that, uh, who was the person that you saw, uh, said was, uh, was beaten? The idiot out front. Hmm. You know, smoking a joint while reading a book about getting high. Yeah, I don't think, and did it look like he, it was something that he could do to himself? Oh, you just smashed on the back of the head. It could have been an accident, knowing these idiots. Hmm. Well, that that could be the case, but if they're all passed out, then that's probably not a good sign. But, um, it is at that point that um, Rhapsody just kind of floats over to you all, and it's like, uh, okay, um, we got some interesting-looking characters coming in. Uh, and then basically, um, you see uh Leland and uh uh you see uh Leland who is driving the boat uh kind of uh come in with Byron uh and they are joined by two um they're joined by two um people that you did not recognize. Uh they are basically uh two Two men essentially with uh very like buzz cut hair. They both look mid twenties. Uh mm -hmm. and they are kind of dressed in, I would say, um I would say almost punkish outfits. Okay. Uh and then basically uh they go uh basically like you see Leland and Byron bring bring them in. Uh they look uh, somewhat kind of more straight-faced than they were before. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and basically the two men uh, walk over to the raccoon lady uh, and then uh, basically in a somewhat opposing fashion and you see them walk over to um, basically you see them walk over to the tent. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola DePuzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Puzzlo and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retrorank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.